for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station with 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by LegalZoom.com, the leader in self-help legal documents. Use referral code GREEN to get a discount at checkout. And now, live from Sherman Oaks, California, the host of The Green Room, Sean Green! All right, everyone, welcome to The Green Room. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio. What a program we have in store for you. I'm not just saying that. I mean it. I stand behind it. We have a lot of show. First off, uh, thanks for the intro, Logan Lysico, my left-hand man. Thank my you, Logan. Pleasure. Isn't it right-hand man? Well, I, I figured uh, we'd do a little alliteration for Logan, left-hand man. Oh. Plus, you know, something to distinguish him from, you know, he's not your I'm run-of-the-mill right, right-hand yeah. guys. He's, he's something special. <laughs> You're a little left-handed, too. And uh, Logan setting a new record, bringing uh, a date to the program two weeks in a row. <laughs> Just two weeks kidding. in a row. Just kidding. Uh, he brought a date last week. But, uh, no, in fact, we have special guest comedian Cornell Reed sitting in on the program. Thank you for coming out, Cornell. You're welcome, man. <laughs> Am I really dating Logan? I, yeah, I didn't know. No, I was just uh, I was just calling back to last Awkward. episode. I just thought this was a social thing. <laughs> you want to go for it, Logan? <laughs> All right, Logan, so take us out there. We'll, we'll do a little rewind for people if they missed last week. Last week you brought in a uh, 19-year-old uh, girl, attractive, um, heavy-bosomed woman, very nice. Um, <laughs> Very, wow. very nineteen. Wow. Very attractive. You brought her in, trying to show your mojo, trying to show off a little bit. <laughs> what happened from here? Take us, take us the rest of the date. Give us a recap, real quick. Okay. Well, uh, we went from here to watch you and uh, Nick perform, which was cool. She liked that, and then uh, we went to my place, watched some DVDs, and uh, the rest is history. <laughs> what nice. No, we just what? kissed. <laughs> <laughs> Just kiss her goodnight and that was it. Oh, Logan. No, I mean we were making out, but okay. Then, uh, I'm just. Are you, are you too much of a gentleman? Is that the, is that the problem, Logan? You're you're from the south. You're very respectful. You have manners. I, don't, I mean, I don't mind talking about this, but I don't know if. Well, whatever. I guess she's, she's not listening to the show, Logan. <laughs> I've looked at the numbers. She's a super fan. <laughs> Wait, what DVDs did you watch? Oh, what was it? Super high me. <laughs> so wait, you yeah, watch, so it wasn't very. Romantic. So you wait, you watched Doug Benson's documentary about yeah. getting stoned and was yeah. hoping. Like, well, I I had Netflix videos and she's like, oh, that's a funny movie. What was the other choice? Uh, the other one was like, oh, I don't even remember. But it was. So, but that was the last time. Oh, you it guys... was get smart. So. Oh, get smart. Yeah, I, didn't get, smart. I didn't get very good. Not very, date not very romantic. That's all right though. So that was. Was that the last time you guys hung out? Have you hung out since? <laughs> yeah, we hung out since. Uh, she made me dinner one night. Nice. Yeah, it was hey. pretty nice. Was what, nice what, uh, what was the dinner? Um, <laughs> what was it? It was like, it was chicken. I mean, it was kind of pre-made, but frozen. But then she kind of <laughs> like put so it in the frying pan. It was, it was good. I mean, cuisines? it was really tender. <laughs> No, it wasn't that bad, but it was like. So, are you guys dating now? Is this getting serious? What? Are we, how are things? No. Are you gonna hang out again with her? Probably not. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so you're breaking up with her via this uh, radio program? No, no, she dumped me. 
Really? Yeah. What happened? Oh, God. She just wants to be friends. Oh, I think that's a test to see if I'll just be her. No, friend, that's not a test. <laughs> what kind of test would that be, <laughs> Logan? Logan, you're you're. I, I'm worried. You just you, you angle too hard for the friend zone. You gotta you gotta slam dunk it. <laughs> oh man, I really want to talk like openly about this. But Why, Logan? Really open up, dude. What are the chances? I wasn't, she's gonna... I wasn't being. I mean, I I did not aim for the friend zone. All right. Well, then what happened? <laughs> you can open up, dude. There's no way she's gonna hear this. Don't worry about well, it. Well, I mean. She said I was too aggressive. Too aggressive? Yeah. All right. After she invited me to eat. All right. How? How are you too aggressive? (laughs) All right. All right. I'm going to stand up for my boy Logan. This chick had (laughs) she had eyes for him the entire night. Yeah, exactly. She was all over. We were talking about getting her shirt off in a film for only two hundred dollars. Exactly. You don't send someone those kind of signals and don't put out. That is disgraceful. And you shouldn't be friends. And she. You're not going to be friends with her, right? That's that's the most idiotic thing. How do you start a friendship off of a couple dates? Chicks well, she's. I, I was like, she was like, well, you might want to get to know someone more. Like, you might want to be their friend. <laughs> that's what that's what she was like. For was the like, view, oh, for the cool. listeners at home, you got. I wish you could have seen how high Logan raised his eyebrows when he said the friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Logan, not working out with that chick. Um, but we have a great program. <laughs> We have a great program. We have the the Mush Minute. We have Justin, our uh, Mush gambling expert. Mush being the opposite of a good gambler, a totally jinx gambler. We also have uh, two girls from Sin City Socialites calling in. They uh, have a blog based out of Las Vegas, and uh, Cornell and I are actually going to Las Vegas this weekend, so we're gonna, we're going to get some tips on where to go and what to do. Hopefully, they're not recommending losing twelve hundred dollars betting on NFL football because that's what I that's what I plan to avoid. I think we pretty much know where we're going to go and what <laughs> yeah. we're going to do. We're going to yeah. go to a blackjack table and get insanely drunk until we throw up in the casino. That's, that's pretty, pretty much, much that's pretty much been the standard Vegas routine. <laughs> Hopefully these gals can uh, break it up a bit. Although, although I, I got to say one of my favorite Vegas moments, um, not to toot my own horn, but do you remember last time we went to Vegas and uh, we were walking out outside where they had these these giant um, statues of the lions that were yeah. in Siegfried and Roy's show? These giant bronze statues. So I I started posing for different photos, like with my head in the uh, in the lion's jaws and like you know having it. Uh, you know, do yes. hor- horrific stuff. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to clean it up for How radio. How are you only going to do put your head in there? That was the lamest one of the bunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sean had his ass in the tiger's mouth like it was tossing his salad. He was into that pose, too. Dude, like, the, oh, the, the funniest tiger. part was like a double-decker bus, like as I was posing for a double-decker bus rolled up, and you could just see all these tourists like, oh, my God, this is the city of sin. Look at this, man. Yeah, they were absolutely loving that. Oh, man, I, I wrote this down. There's no way I'm forgetting this. Logan, so... uh <laughs> Logan, I, I'm going to tell you this. Slack. I'm going to tell you this in confidence. I'm going to tell you this in confidence, but you were the oh. victim of a practical joke. What happened? All right. Now, oh, Gina's your friend? What? <laughs> oh, Gina? Gina, Gina? No, no we'll no longer speak Gina's name. She's <laughs> she's blacklisted from this podcast. Um, <laughs> you remember the other night when you, me, and uh, Casey went out to the bar? We went out to the bar for a buddy's birthday. Um, I guess we got there too late. He got he got drunk yeah. too early, Mike, and he didn't he wasn't at the bar when we got there. Right. We showed up there. Logan was nice enough to drive, and our buddy Casey, as a way of rewarding him for being the designated driver, was like, "Hey, Logan, I'll grab you a beer." And Logan goes, "All right." And he goes, uh, "Can you get me a Newcastle?" And uh, Casey's like, "No, no, 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 no. If I'm if I'm buying the beer, I get to pick what beer it is." And 
and Logan's just sitting there like, uh, okay, just get me a new castle then. <laughs> then I see, then Casey goes. I didn't think that's what he said. I it was loud in there, and I I, I actually remember thinking he said. Uh, oh no no no, actually, no! Don't get a cheap beer. Oh, I thought that's what he was. No, well, either way, he. I think <clears throat> so Casey I first like, tried I was to like. Oh well, if you want to get me, if you want to feel better about getting me a beer, I'll get him a Newcastle. I think know. Casey I was trying know. to upsell or downsell you already. He was like, "Hey, Logan, do you want a Tecate?" And you're like, "Uh, actually, can I have a Newcastle? It's not a big deal. It's a dollar in price." The the practical joke comes in when Casey goes up to the bar, kind of looks over his shoulder, see if anyone's watching. He orders two Tecates, but he orders one of the Tecates in a glass. And then he has a lime put in the Tecate in a glass, and then he hands it to you, and you go, oh, why is there a lime in this? I thought I ordered a Newcastle, and he goes, oh, oh, I thought you said Corona. Yeah. So the entire time it was a it was a wow, that was a wow. really horrible joke. Logan boys your face red. I just drank it like you didn't really get me. <laughs> no, I, got I know. A free beer. <laughs> that's why it's that's why it's so funny as a practical joke. All the effort and work that Casey put in <laughs> to possibly save a dollar and who's the joke on? I don't know. I got a free beer. Yeah, you still yeah. enjoyed the beer. <laughs> I just love Casey's attitude of, "Hey, I'll buy you a beer." Only the lowest beer. <laughs> <laughs> He's not really putting himself out on the line as far as the price, but you know, what are no, you gonna I, do? Like the only the reason I said that. Kata and Corona, anyway. If the, you didn't know, could you tell? Who no. cares? No, I didn't care. And I just, when have you ever gotten a Corona in a glass? Yeah, was that was that is that like a bad beer, Corona? I do, no, I it's great it. beer. It's, it's like the same as the. No, Corona. no, no. The joke was that he was he said he was getting you a Corona, which is like a higher price beer, but really you're drinking the Tecate. No, I I mean I just think it's funny on on I Casey's didn't even part. Know the, that would be price tag. All right. Well, that's a, clearly that was a failed <laughs> joke. Okay, I mean, anyway. it comes down to Dakota or Corona. You didn't get your Newcastle that you wanted regardless. No, the the whole point of it <laughs> was that know. was Casey's immense effort just to avoid uh <laughs> just to avoid a dollar. And then we went to that improv party afterwards. Do you remember that? That was uh, a uh, that was a good time. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were hanging out with all these improvisers, and it was funny. Like Casey was, Casey was explaining to Logan the entire time before we got there the idea of yes and. Like he's like, all right, Logan, when you're there hanging out in the party, just remember yes and because that's yeah. I guess that's what you do in improv. And he was worried that Logan wouldn't be able to, would get confused in the conversation <laughs> or something. I don't know. I mean, I was hanging out with Logan. He did a great job conversing. Watched, uh, he played some rock band, the Beatles edition. What do you think of that, the rock band Beatles? Man, I liked it, but it brings out the douchiness in everyone. Does it, <laughs> does it not? Why? Oh, why do you think that? I don't know. Everybody just gets way too into it, but it's fun. But it's just funny to look when you st- when you're not playing it. Oh yeah, it's, it's funny it's... to look at. Well, everyone playing it is playing it, so okay. And then everyone around them is singing along and dancing and just so. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing like I I love the Beatles music I like that young people are getting into it now more because of this um, this game I don't you know I'm sure it's helping turn people some some people onto the Beatles but it is kind of bizarre like what I like about Strawberry Fields Forever is that I put the CD on I listen to it and then I had these you know crazy vivid things in my imagination but mm-hmm. when you're playing the game you have this CGI version of some like video that they decide to create and it's almost like when you when you watch like a commercial and then they use a song in it, it kind of ruins the song just because you're associating it with the visual of this commercial. Yeah. I feel like Beatles Rock Band is almost doing that because now when I hear these songs or like afterwards I was in a coffee shop and you hear these songs and it just 
like I can't help visualizing these awful like CGI Ringo and CGI Paul McCartney. It's really, (laughs) it's really bizarre. And then like you know the tripping out scenes. They just have these like you know. I mean, how how awesome you know they can't really recreate a psychedelic scene on um, just use the the window visualizer. How hard is it? Yeah, that's true. Just turn that thing on. Let the let the do the visualizing for you. Well, who's Good. your favorite Beatle, Logan? Well, it was Paul, but I don't know. I guess John Lennon. Why did you change your mind? Because his music sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a the great... More, and the more I hear of it, the more like I'm just like, wow, you weren't as talented as I thought. But that song, uh, Baby, I'm Amazed, da-da-da-da-da. That's a good song. You like, so <laughs> you're... That's, that's just him, but... That was it, I guess. That was his only solo thing that I liked. Man, a lot of uh, lot of stuff going on TV. Uh, obviously, I'm a big uh, late night fan. I follow the late night wars or late night uh, battles, if you will. Did you catch um, Jay Leno's new ten o'clock show, the Jay Leno show? I barely caught any of it. I mean, so, I watched it, no. and it's weird. Like, it's obviously it's pretty much the same show, rehashed a little differently. It's it's kind of odd seeing that in prime time. I read this New York Times article on Jay Leno, and it's weird. You read this, um, you read this article, and you can tell a he's still really he's still really hurt about the whole thing of when he got it and said a Letterman. You know, his quotes like, you know, uh, he's he doesn't want to be called conniving and all that. But I wasn't. I was I was picked as the guest host of tonight in 1986, and I did it until 1992, and then they gave me the show. Like he's still. It's weird how like obsessed he is with still being. You know, being compared to Letterman and stuff, um, and Jay Leno's life as a whole—he's a million. It says millionaire television star who doesn't drink alcohol, caffeine, doesn't chase women. He doesn't. <laughs> he hasn't had a. He's, he doesn't have a vacation, and he. Uh, his logic is, quote: If you start taking vacations, you go, uh oh, what if I like this? <laughs> oh my god, what? that makes no sense. Yeah, here's some other quotes in the article. If I stay an extra hour at work, I'll have an hour's worth more of jokes than you will, he said. It just seems like common sense. If you go to a party or go drinking, I win. I love how Jay Leno has this idea that you can't think of a joke if you're drinking or partying. I know. (laughs) When I come up with my best jokes. Exactly. Wait, so is Jay Leno married? Yeah, he's been married to the same girl or same lady for 28 years. He doesn't spend any of his money. He doesn't go on vacations. He doesn't drink alcohol or caffeine. Fuck Jay Leno. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> I, it's, it's weird. Like, I just, I just feel sad for him. It's not uncommon for him to finish taping a show and then fly off somewhere like Fresno, California, where he, <laughs> where he appeared this, where he appeared this summer at a chicken festival in 104 degree heat. Not like I understand what? if you're a politician. What? Well, it's like I understand if you're an artist and you're trying to get your message out there, but you have the, you have the Jay Leno show. Yeah, you you got you had like a 16 chair your first night. People are watching your program. I he he's just it's got this like obsessive compulsive work ethic that's just I don't know. It's kind of bizarre. And it's amazing he doesn't take any vacations or any of that, and he's still that unfunny. You know, <laughs> yeah. he works so hard to be so horribly unfunny. Maybe he needs a vacation. Yeah, yeah maybe he like could relax problem. and and break out of that mold of horrific monologue jokes. For Christ's sake! <laughs> Plus, what's he doing? Is he writing the newspaper headlines himself? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who cares? What is he writing? Oh man! All right. So, I, uh, the Monday night premiere it did have one interesting moment. 
Kanye West, obviously, the, the big story is him ripping the mic out of Taylor Swift's hand. He shows up on the Jay Leno show, and he uh, he apologizes. And, man, this is just – I can't describe it other than just being really hilarious. So this is Kanye West <laughs> coming out on the Jay Leno show. Jay Leno introduces it as, oh, well, we, we didn't have this planned, but uh, Kanye West would like to come out and have a word with you guys. You know, I'd like to be able to apologize to him in person, and, you know, I wanted to – all right, first off, obviously you could have apologized in person at the VMAs. You guys were both there. So when did you know you were wrong? Was it afterwards as you were doing it? When did it strike you? Uh-oh. Like, like soon as I gave the mic back to her and then she didn't keep going. Like, Let me ask something. I was fun. All right, first off, I just want everyone to know I didn't do anything to edit this clip. These insanely long pauses were what actually happened live during the Jay Leno program. To meet your mom. He had been... Jay Leno... Oh, man. Jay Leno... Just listen to how he sets up this question, first off. I was fortunate enough to meet your mom and talk with your mom a number of years ago. Uh... What do you think she would have said about this? So First awful. off, how uh, how awful of a question is that to so bring up? How awful. how out of place is that? His dead mom. That seems like right. something you'd ask if you're really audience. really drunk. You know, like I knew your mother. Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, like Jay Leno, some expert on Mrs. Kanye West. Like <laughs> right. I, now I know Mrs. Kanye West. Kanye, you know what would she be saying about this? I mean. Well, it's like he's a family neighbor or friend. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we used to hang out at the PTA meetings. How well did he know her? <laughs> he might have said hi in the green room once. Um. <laughs> this is a comedy show. <laughs> Still going. He's starting to tear up. Would she be disappointed in this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. I love how he has to sum it up again. Would she be... Describe <laughs> her feelings in one word. I'm trying to be hard-hitting. Would she be disappointed in this? Would she <laughs> give you a lecture? <laughs> like you're doing? Oh yeah. You know, obviously, you know, I, I deal with her. And, you know, so many, you know, celebrities, they never take the time off. And I, I've never taken the time off to really... You know, I just, music after music and tour after tour and tour. And I, I just, ashamed that my hurt caused, you know, someone else's. His hurt caused someone else's hurt? So, Beyonce. He's the victim, basically. Beyonce not winning the video was somehow, I mean, I feel bad for him losing his mom, obviously. But how is this related at all? You didn't, my, you didn't feel my, anything when Beyonce lost? <laughs> no. It's like, oh, Beyonce got snubbed. Oh, this reminds me of when my mom died of a horrible failure in plastic <laughs> surgery. Like, really? What award shows were supposed to be caused, you know. And it, I don't try to justify it because I was just in the wrong. That's, that's period. But I need to, after this, take some time off and just analyze how I'm going to, you know, <laughs> make it through the the rest of this life. How I'm going to. I love how this is totally <laughs> making him re-question his entire life path. Yeah. Improve. And because I am a celebrity and that's something I have to deal with. Yeah. And. If there's anything I could do to to help Taylor in the, the future or help anyone. You could help me out. You could <laughs> help me out a lot, Kanye. I like because, you, you know, I, I, I want to I wanna live this thing. It's hard, you know, it's sometimes. So. Hey, listen. 
Thanks for coming here. Thanks for being here. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Huge crazy applause. Yeah. <laughs> Kanye, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's weird is people took that apology way more seriously than they took Michael Richards' apology on Letterman. Oh you know my god. I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, on Letterman, the crowd was all laughing and Jerry Simon was like, "Calm down, he's serious. He just said a horrible, horrible thing." Yeah. Not yeah, they're Beyonce like, lost. They're he's, like, "No, no, no." He's really serious. It's funny how how when white people screw up, they have to apologize to Jesse Jackson. Now when black people screw up, they have to apologize to Jay Leno. It's like some some weird race thing we've created. Because um, when, when uh, what's his face? Uh, when Jamie Foxx messed up, when he said he was going to, he was going to have sex with Miley Cyrus. He had apologized on Jay Leno. I don't know if you guys heard that. I got to ask you something. Yo, I'm reading some stuff. Now, what's going on with you and Miley Cyrus? What, what happened there? Did you say something inappropriate? Yeah. Yeah. I, I so apologize to you. Yeah. And, and this is sincere because I, I am a comedian, and you guys know that whatever I say, I don't mean any of it. Right. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you get the thing. It's, it's not as entertaining as the Kanye West apologist. I swear to God. Mother it, hasn't died yeah, exactly. He didn't cry during it. So it's only so entertaining. The Kanye West apology, I swear to God, if those tonight, if the Jay Leno show producers had any sense of humor, would you not just be dying to flick on the applause thing? <laughs> like halfway through when he's like, what would your mother think of this? Like they just turn on the applause thing, the, the trained audience members are just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, no, shit, that was after when he said he was done apologizing. Did they have any shots of Eubanks? during that apology? <laughs> no, no. No, it was just a tight tight two shot on Jay. And I swear to God, his apology sounds much more sincere than Chris Brown. Chris Brown oh, yeah. was on Larry King was just like, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I don't think we should talk about that. I don't want to I don't want to anger her. <laughs> oh man. So, well, we got uh Justin Patani coming in and calling in with the Bush minute uh shortly, but in honor of week one of the NFL, I stumbled upon this great Chris Berman clip. I'd never heard this before, and I definitely think it's worth a listen. Understand, tonight is awful in here. Awful. No, no, it's already awful. I saw this on the schedule, Jets during the Christmas holiday. I fuck, I took four duh-duh-duhs at 6 o'clock, knowing what, was, what this would be. He took four duh-duh-duhs at 6 o'clock. You know what a duh, duh, duh is? Nope. It's Canadian aspirin with a little bit of codeine in it. <laughs> <laughs> two, two, twos. Duh, duh, duhs. I mean, you buy it over the counter up there, you can't hear. It's like 10 bucks up there, but it's like 100 bucks prescription here. So you, you put it in all the corners of your suitcase. Do you have anything to declare? Oh, no. <laughs> hey. <laughs> First off, this is really funny because a he's admitting to smuggling codeine across yeah. uh, across the international border, but it's also funny just hearing Chris Berman imitate Canadians. <laughs> you always hope to have one Blue Jay game a year. <laughs> so you just picture Berman getting his schedule out, and he's like, "Oh, a Blue Jay game, awesome! Time to score some codeine." Uh, I wonder what. Mike eats nothing but Golic bread, has to say about this. <laughs> All right, uh, Justin Matani, you're on the green room. Hey, what's up, John? Hey, uh, we're just finishing up this Berman clip where he's talking about uh, smuggling coding across Canada. So uh, just hang tight here for a second. 
Yeah, no problem. You go to the Canadian CBS. It's funny. You have those uh, bottles, 250, you know, count of the uh, 222s? Yes, here they are. I'll take four of them. <laughs> I love Berman. He's got to stock up. He's got to stock up. From the States, eh? <laughs> you never had, you never take du-du-du's? Just a little drop. Little 8% Cody. Never hurt anybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Justin Bentandy, the Mush Minute. You're on the green room. What's going on, man? Nothing much. Just uh, enjoying my picks from last week, you know. Yeah, what the yeah. hell? You're the only one. What the hell happened? We we set up this whole this whole topic. Your whole bit here is that you're really bad at picking games. Meanwhile, you go three and zero against the spread with a bonus pick on the uh, Ohio State game. I had three. Yeah. I had three of the picks picked the same way you did, so I went into my pick them. I changed them all, and then I went zero and three. How does that happen, Justin? Tell me what happened, Justin. What happened? I don't know. Somehow I managed to uh, mush the mush minute. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> You're that much of a mush. Now, were you were yeah. you were you putting money on these games? What happened? How much uh, money I did put, you put? Uh, I put? I put some money on the parlay. Uh, I took the the Vikings, and then uh, I forget what the other team was. I believe it. Uh, what did I do? I put money on the bills too. That hit for me. Damn, Justin, you're on, you're on a roll. Can we? But, well, I was I was on a roll, so I took everything that I had won and I put it into. Uh, I took the Chicago to win. Oh Jesus there were, Christ! There were plus four against the Packers. I, I thought uh, I thought Cutler might have something, but apparently not. All he had was interceptions. Yeah, he has something. A, a desire to lose the game for the Bears. Cornell was really distraught after that. I felt bad for him. <laughs> Yeah, was, uh... Oh, man, you just don't tell him I bet on him. <laughs> oh, I didn't. But he, he actually blamed it all on his stepdad, Steve, who was down visiting, who's, uh, <laughs> who's a really nice guy. But Cornell, Cornell decided to blame uh, Jay Cutler's six, or three interceptions and Erlacher being out for the season on his on his poor, uh, nice stepfather. Well, Steve doesn't give a shit about football. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no one's rooting for the Packers. I'll be a Packers fan. Yeah. Of course, the Packers <laughs> run away with it with Steve's good karma. That that's, always, that's always annoying. People who don't follow football chiming in with their opinions. I wrote, like, my mom. My mom is an Eagles fan just out of sheer terror, out of just, like, not wanting to have to deal with my dad and my brother and me, like, if they lose. Right. But then, like, if they if they lose, and especially if they lose in close fashion or something, she'll always have, like, a, a phrase that'll just drive you crazy. She, I don't know. Why did Andy Reid go for it on fourth and one there? I don't get that. <laughs> it's like, God, just shut up. <laughs> Christ's sake, woman. Oh, uh, Justin, I have a, a funny story from your roommate. He passed this along. I guess uh, the, the other night, like, late night at, at 2 o'clock in the morning or something, you text him. He was in his bed uh, asleep or something. You text him, is the string cheese in the fridge yours? <laughs> and just, I know. It's I just you two. The yeah, and then, and then he texts you back, no. And then you text him back, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, Justin, you're here now. How amazing was that string cheese? It wasn't. I killed it last night. That was a twelve pack. I uh, I ate six that night, and then I ate six <laughs> last night. <laughs> you had six. You had six string cheese in one sitting. Of course, yeah. That's <laughs> great. Stuff. Well, now, the thing was with the string cheese being in the fridge, I, I figured I'd take two and I'd find out in the morning, <laughs> and then I, I ate those two, and then I wanted more, and I was like, ah, I can't um, with a good good conscience like act like oh I thought it was mine, you know, and take more. So that's why I texted him in the first place. All right, fair enough. Oh, just so Justin, give us your give us your mush picks for this weekend. Give us three mush uh, picks. 
if you are still a mush. <laughs> and you need to bet big on these. I, but I don't, I don't know how the Pats are going to lose with uh, minus three and a half. Okay, Pats too, minus three and a half. Too easy. Yeah. Okay, good. Then, I like the Jets in that game. All right. Really? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Giants, uh, you got to take them plus two and a half against the Cowboys. Okay. I know the Cowboys are at home, but come on. All right. And then uh, the Colts uh, minus three, Monday Night Football. Okay. So Justin's mush locks here are uh, Pats minus three and a half, New York Giants getting two and a half in Dallas, and the Colts minus three on Monday night. You're not worried about Fugles punting in the new Dallas Stadium? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Can we get one more story on that? <laughs> God, it almost makes you mad at the internet. You're like, really? You can't fill anything up with another the sports blog besides the video screen hanging down? Jesus you Christ! The, you think the scoreboard was at the VMAs or something? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin. Well, uh, thank you for calling in. Thank you for hooking us up with the Mush Minute. All right, John. Take care. Have All right, take life. care. Bye. All right, that was uh, Justin Bentani calling in on the Mush Minute. All right, um, I'm going to take a quick break or uh, talk about LegalZoom uh, real quick here. So, guys, it's uh, never too early for those New Year's resolutions. That's right, it's never too early to start. Whether you're forming a, a business, an LLC, a DBA, a trademark, you got a great idea. You got passion, but you don't got a lot of seed money. Well, you need to protect yourself still, correct? Of course. How are you going to do it, Logan? Are you going to go to a lawyer and pay a lot of money? Probably not. Probably not. No. Why would you? Why don't you save up to 85%? You're going to save 85% on simple legal forms. LegalZoom helps you help yourself. Isn't that the best form of help? I think so. Great prices. Great service. Logan, you use LegalZoom, right? That's right. How was your experience? In one word. One word. Sum it up for us. Convenient. All right. There you go. And besides... Oh, was that not a good enough word, Cornell? <laughs> was all right. Kind of shrugged at that. Cor that was Cor pressure. That was Cornell criticizing right. Logan's commercial reads with uh, <laughs> head gestures, really getting in Logan's head. <laughs> what is in Logan's head? We don't know, but I bet there's some great ideas. And uh, intellectual property, you got to protect that, Logan. That's right. you got great ideas in there. I know it. you got great business ideas. And God forbid, if you ever get a divorce and it's uncontested, well, you can take it down to LegalZoom. You can go to LegalZoom.com. You're already going through a divorce. You don't need you don't need to deal with a messy lawyer and driving places and all that kind of headache. No. No, make sure you check out LegalZoom.com. And besides saving you 85% off what you would pay for the lawyer, you can also save a couple extra bucks by entering green in the referral code. That's right. Let your buddy Sean Green save you some green over at LegalZoom.com. Okay, that's it for LegalZoom. I was maybe amazing. Oh, man, it's good to be back. That commercial break. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, 323-203-0815. Uh, Sin City Socialites will be calling in soon. Uh, I got a couple other uh, Vegas stories to hit on. Cornell, were you out there in Vegas that one time when our, our buddy's dad took us out to uh, out for hamburgers? Were you there? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we show up. Um, our buddy's dad, uh, William, is uh, his dad's nice enough to let us crash at their, um, their <laughs> hotel. They had gotten an extra room. They let us stay there. Me and a couple of our buddies, and uh, we get there. The first, you know, he's been drinking all day, really liquored up, and he goes, "Hey guys, yeah, yeah, um, let's go out for get some hamburgers." I've been talking around to these guys, and they say the place to go for hamburgers in Las Vegas is Hamburger Mary's. 
Hamburger Mary's, he said, has the best hamburgers ever. And it's weird. I heard that name, Hamburger Mary's. I'm like, hmm, that sounds oddly familiar. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So we get there, and his dad's really drunk, and his dad starts busting my chops, calling me gay, <laughs> and, you know, keeps saying, like, oh, hey, you're really gay. Like, I don't know. He's like just... the whole dinner just kept <laughs> yeah. calling Sean gay out of nowhere. It Sean was... was trying so hard not to get mad. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> not even smart jokes. Just, well, you're, just... you're gay. <laughs> you like to suck dick. <laughs> It's like, uh, I'll have a Diet Coke. Yeah, I bet you would, you fucking faggot. It's like, all right. So he just keeps calling us gay the entire time. And I start, no, like, looking around the place. I'm like, wow, a lot of, a lot of rainbow themes for a uh, hamburger bar. All right, you know, nothing to, nothing to frown at. Then I go in, uh, use the urinal, and it has uh, two uh, bare-chested guys embracing each other. And, you know, something along the line of, like, it's time we talk about getting tested. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think this might be a gay bar, and I even kind of say that quietly to the guy's dad. I'm like, uh, hey, uh, I think this uh, I think this might be a actually a gay establishment. And he's like, oh yeah, I bet you'd love that if this was a gay bar. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the whole time just like just call just ragging on me for being gay the entire time. <laughs> then finally. Finally, the bill comes, and the bill comes in a ruby red slipper, and finally, that's when we were able to convince him that it was a gay bar. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the hamburgers, they were really good. They were really good. Oh, man. Do you remember the... Uh, I still remember the menu items. Uh-uh. Um, I, I remember one, at least. Like, you know when you go to a theme restaurant, they have to change everything to fit the theme? Right. Well, at Hamburger Mary's, the <laughs> I remember the one, the, the home wrecker hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. right. That's which right. which sounds funny if you're a straight guy, but it, if you lost your father to like a homosexual romance, that's gotta be tough. <laughs> God damn, our family was ruined. Oh man, you know what was great was that the that trip the morning after because we didn't have our own room. We were staying. Oh with, yeah, yeah. This is leading right we were into staying it. with Bill's sister and her fiance. Yeah, and we had won a bunch of money. Yep, we just went nuts. It was the like they had, they had threatened to kick us out of the out of the hotel <laughs> out of the casino for celebrating too much. We were high fiving too I was, hard. I was, I was grabbing Cornell and just shaking him and stuff. Just I, I was how got. How much did you guys win? Oh, I got like twelve hundred or something. Yeah, it was just both, like it was a crazy run. Like they literally brought over a tray of chips and we're having the time of our life. Well, actually, it was me, Cornell, and Ryan just racking up money. Our other buddy, Bill, somehow <laughs> lost money. Like, he would bust, and then the dealer would bust. And so he, yeah. I'd be shaking him, and he's just, like, really annoyed. <laughs> so we go on this total tear, you know, and then we go out to a strip club. I don't know. I fall asleep at the strip club. We get really drunk, <laughs> take a cat back at, like, 7 in the morning, go into this room that... Sean, you're trying to fight everybody. Sean's yeah. trying to fist fight all of his friends. Yep. <laughs> we asked one of... We asked Lindsay, Ryan's girlfriend, to hold our money... And then Sean insisted on getting it back and was stop trying to swing at her like this poor girl oh was trying God. to do us a favor. I just remember going, give me my chips, bitch. Give me my chips. <laughs> Thankfully, she didn't give me my chips. She flew home with the money, and I had it when I got home. But then we go back to this place. Um, it, it, it's like an efficiency place. And um, the room we're staying at in, um, Bill's sister and Bill's sister's fiance, they're in like a bedroom part of the room. And then Cornell... Bill and I are all sleeping on the the couches in like the living room area. I still remember waking up in the middle of the night and nowhere. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I feel so ill. Make a beeline to the bathroom, sit down on the toilet, and you know, just things are getting destroyed. 
<laughs> then I realized, oh my god, I have to throw up. So I start throwing up into the trash can, do that. Then finally... It's just not a quiet vomit. Yeah, no, not at all. While I'm vomiting, Bill hears that. He wakes up, realizes he has to vomit. That He's, me. Oh, that was Cornell. Sorry. That was yeah. Cornell. Here's me vomiting. He starts vomiting in the outside sink outside of the bathroom. Uh, finally, I, finally, I get things under control. I go. I drink a glass of water. I go to set the glass down. Completely miss the nightstand. Shatters on the glass. <laughs> the glass is just shattered. Glass everywhere. That wakes up Bill's sister's fiance. <laughs> and he comes in there and he's like, "What the hell is going on?" I'm like, "I'm drunk, like kicking the glass with my bare feet, like I got it, dude. I got it. Relax." <laughs> and I kept remembering him going, "I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Why'd you throw up in the trash can?" I was like, sorry, man, it was a two-stream operation. <laughs> you can just see the color dropping from his face. It was like the first time meeting him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, vomiting in multiple places all over the hotel room. <laughs> just, like, if they would have left their door open, we would have been vomiting in there, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it was a free room that they were, like, nice <laughs> yeah. enough to let us stay in. <laughs> That's how we repay them. Oh, man, it was so hot, too, just, like, walking out that day, just trying to eat Chipotle or something, throwing up. Oh man, that they really. If you're hungover, like just after vomiting, you go outside, and it's you know 105. Oh my it's that God. heat where like you can feel your eye juices like cooking. Yeah, it's yeah. the worst. You can hear the sun. Yeah, Logan. <laughs> That's a great impression of the sun. <laughs> You've had some uh, two stream operations at our house, haven't you? Oh, Logan. Yeah, he yeah. loves he loves passing out on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> favorite thing. Place. It's his go-to it's move. Locked, I lock the door. Everyone place. bangs on the door of their house. It's not my house, but I'm like, get it. I'll be right out. No, but the, I stay in there all night. The funniest is I'll just I'll bang on it really hard, and then and then I'll open it. And I remember last time Logan was too drunk; he didn't even lock the door. So I'm literally opening the door into his legs and just keep busting on it. And he goes, "Dude, dude, dude." I'm cool. <laughs> it's like, Logan, you're not cool. You're not cool. Dude, I'm cool, okay? <laughs> oh, man, you were extra mad, Sean, because you had a girl you were trying to sleep with who just wanted to go pee. And so oh, you're just, go open up. You got all this sexual rage just flying into Logan's knee as he's passed out on the toilet. <laughs> well, that's a perfect time to uh, welcome the ladies onto the show. Uh, welcome, you're on the green room. Is this Sean? Yeah, this is Sean. Is this uh, Juliet? Yes, this is Juliet, and this is Lorelai Holler. Hey, how's it? <laughs> What's up, ladies? How's hey, it going, baby. girls? <laughs> it's going fabulous. Nice. How's uh How's Vegas this time of year? I know, I know things haven't been the same since Danny Gans passed away, but uh, how are you guys doing out there? We're hanging in there. She's <laughs> entertaining. Early day by day, we get through his death. Courage. Okay, now you guys are from the, the blog Sin City Socialites. So for the listeners at home, uh, what exactly is that blog about? What do you girls do exactly? Uh, we have big math. <laughs> we have big, critiquey math. <laughs> We're local critics. So what we do on our site is we go around to different locations, and we rate them on a scale of one, two, or three, and three being the best. Okay. <laughs> so now we're going. We're, <laughs> we're going out there. Um, what do you yes. recommend? What do you? We're coming out there actually tomorrow. We'll be flying in. What do you recommend for guys coming in from LA? Where's Where's a good place to hang out? 
Definitely the Hard Rock. Now, why do you why do you say why do you say the Hard Rock? Be going there. Yeah, the Hard Rock is. We love it there. It's happening. It's full of beautiful people for eye candy. It's there's always something going on. Um, they have like five dollar roulette. Five dollar nice. roulette, nice. Yeah, and it's a fun atmosphere in there always. Yeah, everyone's really like young and hip in there, and you'll find that at the Palms too. So if you want to be like more on the strip, it's either one or both off the strip, but it's like the same. Okay, now you know? I met a really pretty escort in there. <laughs> That's Logan. Uh, Logan, my producer, said he met a pretty escort there. I'm sure he did. <laughs> now, uh, now, give me, uh, Juliet, give me a, give me a recap. What or just a brief, what was it like growing up? Have, did you grow up your whole life in Vegas? Yeah. Now, what was that like? Yeah. Were you like? Because I know the trouble I got into as a teenager in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. What was it like growing up as a teen? you know, 17, 18 years old. What is it like in Vegas? Um, I think it's probably different than any other place in the U.S. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa. Is that? What insight? Uh, well, when you're, when you're 18 years old, you're, you're like, oh, I can't wait to make it to 21 because all you see is club life and how fun it is to be 21 and, you know, gamble and everything. It's like a playground out here. So... I never got one. I never got a fake idea. All my friends had one. But I was in Reno going to school when I turned 21. So okay. You get, you get to Vegas when you're 21, and it's like an entirely new city than it was growing up. I mean, at 16, you think you're, like, really hot, and so you're just driving down the street. I never thought that when I was 16. <laughs> I never thought, oh, my God, I'm 16 years old. I'm so hot. Now, I'm I, so hot. I am so hot. I'm going to bump freaking Snoop Dogg, and I'm going to drive down the strip, and I'm going to have the windows down and the air conditioner blasting. And I can't even tell you how many parties I went to from doing that. You just find other teenagers who are driving on the strip, and then you follow them to, like, someone's house birthday party. Sweet. All right. Pick up 16-year-olds now. <laughs> All right. So now uh, we're going out there tomorrow. I'm not a big club guy. Where can you find drunk chicks? Where is like a good place to go if you're not really into the club scene? You don't want to get like bottle service and that kind of stuff. Where's a good place to go? Um well, there's actually quite a few pretty chill places inside a lot of the casinos. Um you don't have to do the big nightclub. A lot of the casinos also offer a lounge, which is, you know, not the bumping music and um the over you know, overcrowding and all that stuff, but they do still have, um, they do still have tunes going, and they have, you know, good drinks, pretty people to look at. Okay. So it's kind of the same vibe except toned down. Okay. Now give me one place, one place that I have to hit while I'm in Las Vegas. One place. If I only got like two hours, where should I go? Give me the one place. We already told you the Hard Rock. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. It's the place. Yeah. What are the cheapest whores? <laughs> yeah, Cornell is uh, wondering, where are the cheap whores in Las Vegas? Where are the cheap whores? Um, the Rio. The Rio. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Jackpot. All right. Now that's some information. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> that's some information. Now what is it? Do you guys, as as uh, as like Las Vegas locals, what's your take on you know people coming and going in your city the entire time? Do you... Do you kind of shun outsiders? Is that annoying, of, you know, all these people coming and going? Or 
like do you stick no. together as locals or do you love people coming in every weekend? Well, no, because everybody coming in every weekend funds our city, so we love tourists. <laughs> no, and it's fun too because um, there's always family coming in town to visit. There's always friends coming in town that you went to school with. You know, there's always someone coming in town to visit, so that's always fun too. All right, cool. Well, so uh, where can people find out more about your uh, blog? Where can they check you out? All right, it's at uh, Sin City Socialite. There's no I in city. SinCitySocialite.blogspot.com. Okay. Now, now, can I ask a question real quick before we let them go? Sure, Logan. Fire. What's What's the best place to hang out that we haven't heard of? Because the yeah, Hard Rock Cafe is pretty popular. But what's, what's, what's something you can tell us about that's cool that the normal – tourist wouldn't know about well they just opened the m um which is like the local henderson casino it's on the way in when you get in it's the first casino you'll see coming in from la and it's actually kind of underground hip like they did a really really good job the pool is amazing i mean it's such a it's just such a gem right there on the end i mean that's getting not too far away from tourists you know to do that underground kind of thing but i mean they have Okay, they have a pharmacy inside their casino for people who are staying. Like, that's just freaking legit, you know? So, anyways, they do stuff really well there, and it's really nice. I can get my antibiotics filled while that's I'm there. That's what I look for in a club. All right, well, uh... Make sure they have a pharmacy. My drink is uh, getting filled at the bar. Okay. All right, girls, well, uh, maybe I'll see you out there in Las Vegas. If not, uh, make sure you check out uh, Sin City Socialite Blogspot. So, uh, thank you, girls, for calling in. Appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. Um, so can we not take any of their advice? <laughs> so is yeah. that fair? Cornell, you don't want you're not on board for the cheap horse. I was off board right when she said holler. <laughs> My name's Jamie Holler. <laughs> well, we gave it a shot, right guys? <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was a joke when she said holler. Like I thought like, oh, they're just playing a character. And then, you know what's great is we're striking out with girls even before we get to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> I know that we wonder why we never meet chicks in Vegas. They're like, "Hey, let's go to this place and hang out at the Hard Rock." We're like, "No, nah, we're just gonna compulsively gamble." Uh, thank you. Keep going. Oh, my my way of meeting chicks is just get really intoxicated and gain confidence flirting with cocktail waitresses, <laughs> which never seems to pay off in the long hey, run. What about last time? Yeah. Oh, last time. last time. Oh yeah, yeah last paid off in plenty of boner. <laughs> <laughs> well. um... I don't know if everyone gets that reference, Cornell, but... Yeah, I think you can put two and two together. Sean had a boner all night. Right, yeah. I, uh, you know, I've been a nice girl from the South. <laughs> one thing led to one thing, but not necessarily led yeah. to led to very much. Well, but, we should uh, also say nice to you because you're a white man. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, she was... Uh, well, she was from Mississippi, and you know, let's just say they're not as open-minded as uh, some of us from... Oh, what did she say? Uh, I didn't hear about that. They use phrases like coon's age. <laughs> I ain't seen y'all in a coon's age. A coon's age? Yeah. I remember she broke the ice by going, y'all racist, right? <laughs> I was like, uh, not really, but you're attractive, so hey, we'll hang well, out. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, I still talk to her on Facebook, and like all her posts are about uh, what the bullshit Obama's throwing and stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is that is what kind of cool is. I mean, that's what's kind of cool about Las Vegas. It's a melting pot. Uh, really, you know, you see people from all over the country, a melting pot of people in their most degenerative state. You know, you got uh, people from Boston, people from the South, 
You have the Mexican guys with their um, prostitute flyers out there. <laughs> That's when you realize we're genetically different. When you walk the Vegas Strip and you see these guys, it's like 100 degrees, 100 degrees, and these um, Mexican guys are wearing full long sleeve shirt with a t-shirt on top of it and like a skull cap and they're just out there for like eight hour shifts it's really impressive yeah. all right man good program logan do you want to uh, polish this off with a haiku let's do it yes cornell is patiently waiting <laughs> hamburger marys gotta get that duh 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 Vegas, baby. Yeah. Cody never heard anybody. <laughs> oh, that's a nice little accent there. All right. All right, Logan. So uh, tell the people where they can find you. TheYellowMike.com, which is down right now, but it'll be back up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so just, just keep going to that website, and one day. <laughs> You'll find Logan. Or Google it. Google the yellow mic or whatever. Or Logan, Logan, you need to plug your Logan Twitter L. more. Yeah, you need to get Twitter. on Twitter. Dot com slash Logan Leistico, L-E-I-S-T-I-K-O-W. I, That's why I don't promote it. <laughs> okay. Because my name's hard to... All right, Cornell, where can uh, where can people find you at? Um, Twitter as well, uh, twitter.com slash Corneasy, C-O-R-N-E-E-Z-Y. Um, doing shows all over L.A. You can look for my MySpace. Actually, Facebook. I don't even... Who checks MySpace? <laughs> um, yeah, my Facebook. Just search for me and... Um, Comedy Garage shows. Come to the Comedy yep. Garage. Comedy Garage, our next Comedy Garage show. Uh, Cornell and I will be performing. It's going to be the sports-themed Comedy Garage yeah. this September 26th. Uh, yeah, you can check. Um, you can find on SeanTGreen.com, Cornell's Facebook, or just type uh, into Facebook, The Comedy Garage, and it's sure to show up. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back live next Thursday, 8 o'clock, The Green Room, only on LATalkRadio.com. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanTGreen.com and make sure you check out LegalZoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code GREEN for The Green Room discount.